Corporation. For Your Reconsideration is a podcast. Next week, we are back with another stacked panel and another great year in movies. I'm your host, Maddie Price, and I'm here with the always fabulous Jamie Dew. Together, we assemble great panelists with diverse points of view to discuss a specific year in mostly American filmmaking, but through the clarifying crucible of the Oscars Best Picture. Our next episode is a good one looking at the movies of 1975. JD is hosting that conversation, and our panelists are podcaster and writer Ryan McNeil, writer J.M. McNabb, and, oh, and me, Maddie Price. I am in the panelist chair for this one. So the 48th Annual Academy Awards were presented in March of 1976 at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion, as was the style at the time. Uh, They awarded films made in 1975, Uh, ABC had the broadcast rights uh, for the first time, and the show was once again co-hosted. This, again, was a popular thing in the 70s to have multiple hosts on this show. This time, it was stacked. Walter Matthau, Robert Shaw, George Siegel, Goldie Hawn, and Gene Kelly. Where is my heist movie with this cast, is my question. Uh, most folks know that for the first time since It Happened One Night, a single movie, Milos Forman's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, made a clean sweep of the five major categories. Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Director, and Best Screenplay, this time adapted. Uh, it's only happened one other time so far, and that's with The Silence of the Lambs. Uh, at 20, Isabella Johnny became the youngest Best Actress nominee ever at the time. Ultimately, her record was beaten, first by 13-year-old Keisha Castle-Hughes in Whale Music, and then they both went down hard to 9-year-old Kavanjane Wallace in Beasts of the Southern Wild. Uh, At 80, George Burns became the oldest acting winner, as well as the last person born in the 19th century to receive an acting award. Uh, Jaws won every award it was nominated for that year, except Best Picture. And the honorary award for that year went to Mary Pickford. Uh, The Irving G. Thalberg Award, which is given to producers of note, was given to Mervyn G. Leroy. And then they gave out a a Gene Hirschholt Award. That's something they don't actually do all the time. That award's given for uh, public service and uh, working for the public good. This time they gave it to Jules C. Stein, who had founded MCA which ultimately wound up owning Universal Studios, and also helped create the Hollywood Canteen during World War II, which was a place where servicemen and women could go to relax and be entertained. Uh, Ray Bolger sang the opening number. It was a classy little ditty called Hollywood Honors Its Own. I cannot find any evidence of this song anywhere, Uh, but presumably it existed at the time. There were other notable musical... I'm going to start that paragraph again. Ray Bolger sang the opening number, a classy little ditty called Hollywood Honors Its Own, which uh, I can't find any evidence of that song anywhere, but I guess it does exist. There were other notable musical performances. Uh, Keith Carradine sang his Nashville hit, I'm Easy, which he also wrote. And then at the end of the show, the USC Trojans marching band played a medley of America the Beautiful and That's Entertainment. 
I, I'm sure there was not a dry eye in the house. Uh, there were other notable presenters that year from worlds outside of entertainment. Uh, Gore Vidal, poet and playwright, uh, poet and composer Rod McEwen, uh, Audrey Hepburn was the presenter for Best Picture. Oh, and for the second year in a row, future murderer O.J. Simpson uh, gave out an Oscar. I don't know. They loved O.J. Simpson. I, anyway, uh, there was no in memoriam. Uh, those didn't start until much later, but these notable folks did pass away between ceremonies. Uh, Frederick March, the great actor. Paul Robeson, uh, activist and, and brilliant performer as well. Uh, actor Lee J. Cobb, who had just completed uh, The Exorcist, not, you know, a, a couple of years earlier. Um, Sal Mineo, gone way too young from, um, well, mostly notably from Rebel Without a Cause, but many other things as well. Uh, Michel Simon, the great French actor who uh, worked extensively with Renoir uh, and many other great French directors. Uh, and then for the second year in a row, one of the three Stooges died. This time they got Mo. Uh, directors Pier Paolo Pasolini, Wild Bill Wellman, uh, Busby Berkeley, and Master Lucchino Visconti all passed away in that year. Writer Rod Serling, four-time writing nominee Sidney Buckman, who wrote, uh, among other things, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, and Agatha Christie. And then composer Bernard Herrmann died right before he his uh, score for Taxi Driver was released posthumously. So we'll be back soon with that episode, 1975. Join us and our panelists, including me, and enjoy. Go to duver.com for all the shows and more great podcasts. Can't wait to talk to you again on For Your Reconsideration. For Your Reconsideration is a production of Duver Podcasts and Such. To subscribe, share, rate, and review, please visit duver.com. Podcasts and such.